Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Welcome to the Boxing 101 Podcast, coming to you from Oceanside, California, with your host, in the red corner, John Trajanja. And in the blue corner, Ralph Gonzalez. Welcome to episode number two of the Boxing 101 podcast show. Hi, everybody. I am John Judnack, a.k.a. Trey J., along with the get-in-shape king of Oceanside in Southern California, Ralph Gonzalez. Hey, glad to be here one more time here at KOCT in beautiful Oceanside. Ralph Gonzalez, the uh, nutrition expert, weight loss guru. We'll get into that sometime, okay? Absolutely. That's quite a story. And by the way, I want to tell everybody that our podcast, since the last time, which we did episode number one, our podcast now is on iHeartRadio as well. So at the end of this, we'll give you all the locations where you can uh, listen to the podcast and also go and listen to the video cast, which you're seeing right now, on YouTube. Okay, we'll get into that towards the end. But before we get into that, will you please, Ralph, tell us about this brand new intro that we got from one of the kings of ring announcing, Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez, he's one of the best ring announcers in boxing. Um He's a guy I met a long time ago in early 2000. Uh, Golden Boy Promotions put out an announcement that they were having auditions for their ring announcer uh, as Golden Boy was just forming. And I was writing for FightNews.com and I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to go audition myself and I'm going to write about it. And I thought it would be interesting because it's something that scares the crap out of me (laughs) because I am an introvert at heart. So it's a terrifying situation for me to get up there and actually, you know, do this. So I actually went up there. I did it. And uh, I was awful. I bombed. (laughs) I was terrible. But anyways, um, as I finished up, I was taking some notes and I heard the last person who went up there, and it was Joe Martinez, and his voice was tremendous. I'm like, wow, this guy's terrific. And um, he was speaking some Spanish also because... uh, Oh, that's a plus. Yeah, exactly. That's a plus in boxing. Exactly. So um, I wrote an article about it, and I mentioned that this last guy was a tremendous, tremendous ring announcer, but that his Spanish could be better. Um, so it came out, and the next day, I got an email from somebody, and it was Joe Martinez. And he said, hey, that was me, and I think my Spanish is pretty darn good, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, eventually, we uh, started writing to each other, and uh, we became friends. Um, I helped him get some gigs out here in San Diego with uh, Bobby D Promotions. and Which we'll be talking about later in the show, too. Exactly. He's, so let's. Uh, so Joe, yeah, he is really, really fabulous. Puts a lot of energy in it. Brings a lot of life to the ring as he's introducing the boxers. And let's face it, you need that right at the very beginning. You know, he's a I think very talented it, guy. I think it pumps up the boxers a little bit, you know, as they hear their names being announced and all that stuff. So, 
Absolutely. And uh, right now he does uh, the ring announcer for the UFC. And he is also working on his new deal with Golden Boy Promotions. He's, he was with them for a long, long time. Um, you can't give us any inside information on that? Not at this point. <laughs> it's confidential. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's tremendous and a real good friend. He's become a, a dear friend at this point. So I reached out to him to do an intro, and he did it gladly, and he did a great job, like always. Well, one thing I am hoping for is that we do get him on the show. Yes. And as, as we can do it with this baby right here and Skype, uh, he doesn't have to be in town. Love to have him right here. Yeah. But uh, he doesn't have to be in town, so that would be great for us to get, to get Joe. And you'll be able to arrange that? I think I will. Right on. Well, that's fabulous, and he's, you know, love the intro. So, uh, you know, and, there, and there's uh, a few other things that we could we could talk about, uh, you know, and bef- I know I don't have the picture here, but before we get into the stories that we have on the script, and for my friends at KOCT, and I, I write this thing and I get it out to everybody so they know exactly what we're doing, every now and then I call an audible. It's not going to goofy up. I'm just I'm not trying to pull anything uh, <laughs> out here too radical. But Andy Ruiz, and what's happening with that right now? Because we heard he's in Saudi Arabia. Andy Ruiz, the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. Um, there are a lot of rumors regarding where his next fight's going to be, the rematch with Anthony Joshua. Uh, Anthony Joshua's manager, Eddie Hearn, he wants him to fight in Saudi Arabia or in England. I don't think it's going to happen. We're getting those news every day that the fight's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. As far as I know, the State Department doesn't want our citizens going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, so I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to end up back in New York. And um, When do they have to do it, though? I mean, you know, they're going to have to announce something pretty quick. Before the end of the year. I think before the end of the year it's going to happen, or at the latest, early 2020. But it's definitely going to happen. And I tell you what, if I was a betting man, I would stick with Andy Ruiz to win this fight again. Well, he is, you know, he's pumped up. And let's face it, you know, I don't know that, you know, Joshua's ever faced anybody like him with the power that he has when he hits you. Because looking at him in his body style, you're not, you don't think it's going to happen. So how he can further prepare, I don't know for that. The guy's talented. He's talented and he's fast. He has a long, long amateur record, a lot of wins. And uh, people underestimated him and they still underestimate. They can't believe he won. People can't accept it because of the way he's shaped. But, you know, have you seen the pictures he's been posting with the new car he has and everything like that? I mean, you know, he is enjoying this. And you know what? He's milking it, and it's good. Yes. It's good that he does it. Let's set it up, and let's see a real boxing match. You know, we hate it when they, when they set up these huge fights, and then nothing really happens for 12 rounds, and nobody really wants to lose. Right. You know? They're not in there to win. They just kind of, they don't want to lose, but they hope they win. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think uh, this will be a, another great fight. I think it's going to be just as exciting as the first one. Um, and I think Andy's going to be there to win. He's going to be there to win. 
and uh, to knock him out again, to make a statement, to be a big money player, which he is already a big money player. I believe he earned about uh, $5 million for his last fight. I think he's going to end up making twice as much. And if he wins, it's going to go up. His, his pay is going to go up three times. Well, we'll be looking for that. And by the way, uh, we'll be posting about it too. So anytime we hear it first, we'll post about it, and uh, you'll be able to follow up on that. So, okay, let's move on. Let's get back to the script. Okay, okay. All right. So let's move on to a story that you wrote years ago about Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. So tell us about it. So, again, I was uh, writing for FightNews.com, and I got a tip that Julio Cesar Chavez was going to be at a car dealership at 11 a.m. in the morning. And I was the only was one. Was this like in El Cajon or something? No, or? this was in L.A., actually. So I made the trip to L.A. I went up there. Um, I was the only person there, the only journalist who had the tip. So I waited there, and uh, I got to do an interview with him one-on-one, the only person and let's just say that Julio Cesar Chavez probably spent uh, the night partying away because he came in uh, a little out there. You You're know? not talking about junior. You're talking about senior. I'm talking about senior. Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Because then it kind of runs in a family. Is that what yeah, you're saying? I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking they, they love to party. And uh, so it was a very interesting interview. Um, lasted about 15 minutes again uh, sometimes he was coherent sometimes he wasn't of course that's before he uh, started doing his whole rehab stint and everything now he's a lot better he's not partying as much from what I hear but uh, it was definitely one of the more memorable and interesting interviews that I've had with anyone and I mean let's face it Julio Cesar Chavez he's a legend so he certainly is. You know, my one experience with him was uh, a few years ago, and it was coming back from a fight in Vegas. And we were uh, on an airline and uh, went and flying into San Diego. And when he got off of the plane, uh, we talked a little bit on the plane. When he got off of the plane, I was walking behind him. And, you know, there are escalators uh, in uh, San Diego at the airport. And we're going down one of the escalators. He's in front of me, and somehow he fell backwards, and I caught him. (laughs) I caught the champ. Nice. So he would not hit the ground. Nice. You know? So uh, it was... It was really interesting that little uh, that little gig there. He got up and uh, uh, wasn't hurt. I wasn't hurt. Uh, But uh, that's uh, you know one little uh, claim of fame experience there. So. uh, but uh, and we don't know why he tipped backwards. I, no, I, wonder, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so that's it. So that's my experience. And uh, so one of the things that we want to we want to bring into the show is talking about some local fights as they happen. Uh-huh. Uh, and I worked on getting a guest for this show, and uh, that guest that I worked on and didn't get, Roy Jones Jr. R.J.J. Of course, another legendary fighter. Yeah, 
great guy, and I love him as a commentator, you know, because he's been there, done that. And when he brings in his, you know, his, commenta- his commentating, uh, you know, in, in a fight, it's always something that he sees that he can talk about that's behind the scenes. And if you haven't been in the ring doing it, you can't. You can't talk about it. Well, he has, uh, you know, he's, what, uh, 10 times world boxing champion. Uh, one thing I didn't know, well, he's also a rapper and an actor. Yes. He is? Yes. I haven't heard any uh, well, stuff. Not much of a rapper. I mean, he, he, he tries. He tries. He's, he's okay. He holds dual American and Russian citizenship. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You didn't? And, uh, yeah, so, and I don't know, does he, does he speak any Russian? I, I don't know. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, so now he's added promoter to the resume. So uh, he's, got a, he's got a fight uh, that's coming in uh, our time, local time right now. It's coming in this weekend. So, uh, and it's coming over to Viejas okay. Casino. Uh, then he's got another fight in November in Tucson over at Casino del Sol. So my first thing before I get into this little fight card here for a minute is casino boxing. What is this all about? I mean, it's gotta be, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure people bet on it, uh, you know, all the time. Casino boxing. Well, casinos have the money. They have a lot of money and, uh, they need events like this. And they're willing to put up the money so that promoters can actually benefit from it. Um, it's a lot easier for a promoter to come into a casino as opposed to just a regular venue. Because uh, casinos already have the venue ready. They have uh, the manpower to make it happen. They have the ability to market it. So it's a very popular way to do business. I know that... Uh, at Fantasy Springs in Indio, there are also other fights happening, I believe, today, in fact. So um, I know that my friend, my good friend manager, Frank Espinoza, who's managed about 10 world champions, he's got a fighter going on um, today over there at Fantasy Springs. So seems to me that casinos are the way to go, actually, if you're going to try to put a fight together and uh, make some money. Well, I don't, and over here in uh, San Diego area, uh, Pachanga yes. has quite a few fights that goes on from time to time there. And I think Barona's even had a fight. So, well, you know, what I would like to put out there, anybody listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you chime in a little bit and write us a little note in your area and tell us about maybe some of the different casino fights that you have. Could be, there could be some of these local uh, events that they have going on. And, and by the way, local isn't local anymore with all the streaming that's out there available now to uh, uh, not only with the, uh, the zone and things of that nature, ESPN+. Plus. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. But there's us. Uh, there's other events, and um, that there's other events and other venues for you to go and listen to and watch fights. So, uh, want to tell you just a little bit about the card, and if you have anything to chime in on any of these people, uh, the card going on here: undefeated Irish middleweight prospect Connor the Kid Coyle. Oh boy, ten and zero with three knockouts. 
he's going to meet San Diego veteran fighter Rafael, the pride of San Diego, Ramon Ramirez. Is it Rafael Ramirez? It's uh, Rafael Ramirez. Rafael Ramirez. I can't believe he's still around. Um, I covered him many, many years ago. So he must be making some kind of comeback. 21 and 4 and 2 with 4 knockouts. So that's going to be a 10-round event. So then uh, the, uh, what is it, 29-year-old Coyle is fighting out of Derry, Northern Ireland. Huh. Those boys like to fight. Yes. <laughs> they do. So uh, his great-grandfather and great-uncle, both named Spider Kelly, each were British Empire Commonwealth featherweight champions. So, yeah, he comes from a good lineage. Yeah, he does. So uh, uh, let's see. Ramirez, of course, you know about him, and he's been sparring uh, in the past uh, with uh, Mayweather, Mosley, and Jose Luis Castillo. He was an important part of the uh, Floyd Mayweather camp for many, many years. I don't know if he's still there, but uh, he's definitely very friendly with the Mayweathers. And then uh, one other thing going on, uh, Mexican super lightweight prospect Santiago Somer Dominguez, 16-0 with 12 knockouts, going to take on uh, Fabian, is it Limo? 23-9-2. He has 15 knockouts, and he is from Tanzania. Oh, wow. I don't know that I've ever seen a Tanzanian boxer I don't before. think I have either. Not that they can't or haven't, but I just haven't seen them. So, and then there's another local event, which we'll get into a little bit later on. So, um, let's move on to another story that you wrote about years ago. Famous guy. Yes. Bricks in the gloves, maybe. (laughs) Antonio Margarito and the loaded gloves theory. Ralphie, take it away, buddy. You wrote about it. What's up? Antonio Margarito. Okay, so... uh, Many years ago, uh, he fought uh, Sugar Shane Mosley. He was about to fight Sugar Shane Mosley. Uh, he was in the dressing room when Sugar Shane Mosley's trainer came in and checked his gloves. He said he felt something in the gloves. So they confiscated his gloves. Uh, they went on with the fight. Sugar Shane Mosley beat him, knocked him out. Um, so... They were saying that he possibly had some wraps in there that were uh, maybe dipped in some kind of plaster. Um, now, we don't know if we don't know exactly to what extent or how much plaster was in there. Um, if it's enough to really make some kind of difference, I just wonder. I just wonder. If there was actually a significant amount, why wasn't he charged with something, some kind of criminal intent? Now, we've had fighters in the past cheat in that manner before. Uh, There was a famous, uh, one famous uh, event was uh, Luis Resto versus Billy Collins. This happened in the late 80s where Luis Resto took out some of the padding from his gloves and proceeded to give Billy Collins the beating of his life over 10 rounds, left him looking like Frankenstein. I mean, it was awful. Uh, Eventually, Billy Collins 
Uh, he, they say he committed suicide or he drove off a cliff or something because he was so distraught. He had some permanent damage to his eyes. He couldn't continue fight anymore. So what happened from there is Luis Resto actually went to jail. He went to jail. And, uh, and you would think rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because that's, that's more than a boxing match like that. It's an assault. Yeah, it is an assault. And uh, his trainer, Panama Lewis, who is infamous, he was banned from boxing. And uh, it just makes me wonder now, if Margarito really did something like this, then they should have put him in jail. Or they should have done something because, uh, you know, it was it, it's almost at that same level. The only difference is that they didn't actually go through the fight. Um, but there are rumors that he had actually used this before with, uh, with other fights. So maybe because they couldn't really prove it, um, they weren't able to do anything. But I don't think there was really concrete evidence but all you hear about is, here's a guy who loaded his gloves. And um, a lot of people say that maybe he used loaded gloves against Miguel Cotto in a showdown with him. Well, Cotto's face sure looked like uh, he used loaded gloves, right? Um, possibly. But I would say... The fact that Cotto slugged it out with him as opposed to the rematch where Cotto boxed and boxed and boxed around him. Um, I think the fact that he stood there and slugged it out with someone like Margarito is probably what caused all those, all those face injuries. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think we know for sure. So, because you like you say, if you if they did know for sure, then he could be charged with a crime. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, to this day, Antonio Margarito denies that anything like that ever happened. Um, I have met Margarito several times. I have interviewed him. Um, he always seemed like a very decent guy, but you never know. You never know. I mean, people want to win when they're in that ring. A lot of people will do anything to win. Well, after that and after the disclosure of him potentially doing that and he fought some other people like Pacquiao, et cetera, we have some pictures um, that we are showing, and one of which is uh, Margarito right after that Pacquiao fight uh, where he did not look too good. No. And uh, the orbital bone, that was the fight where he got that broken. That was with Pacquiao, I believe. I, I believe so, yeah. And uh, then we also have a fight that shows, uh, or, or I'm sorry, a picture that we that shows uh, myself and Sylvia with, uh, with Margarito. He was in San Diego, and he had not healed yet totally from that fight. And that's why he had the big sunglasses on and would not take them off because he did not look good, you know. So that's hard to recover from. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we want to we wanna highlight one more local uh, event that's coming up. And this is Bobby D Presents is back. Oh, wow. He is back. October, and I think it's October 11th, 
where uh, he is uh, bringing in some boxers into where, Ralph? Where do you think? Four points. Four points Sheraton Hotel in he's, San Diego. Yep. He's bringing it back. So uh, he's got some uh, good boxing events that he's, uh, boxers that he's lining up for that. So um, we have a uh, poster that's uh, on screen that uh, highlights a little bit more of this. Event. But I, and I want to talk about it because he's in the California Hall of Fame. Yes. And he is going to be on this show and uh, give us a lot of background of what's going on. He's taken a lot of his fights down to Tijuana yes. uh, recently. Uh, so uh, many times, you know, it's hard to get cooperation of different prime events, uh, uh, event places, you know, in order to hold these things. But he always did it at Four Point Sheraton. I mean, he did other ones around here, but uh, that's uh, one of the events, uh, one of his event places. So, Well, Bobby D, he, he's one of the uh, most consistent. He was one of the most consistent promoters out here in San Diego. He's, he was the only guy putting on shows, and he put on some very good shows, actually. Highlighted some uh, very, very good young prospects. And uh, I tell you what, the guy legitimately loves, loves boxing. I mean, he's, here's a guy who doesn't have to be involved in boxing. He's, he's doing pretty well, let's say that. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's, he's got a little bit of money. He's, uh, he's done well for himself. So for him to do this, it's, it's out of love for the sport. And uh, I got to admire that. Well, his next event coming up on the 11th uh, in uh, October 11th in San Diego. So look that up, and we'll bring you some more information on that. We'll have it on our website and uh, where we have the uh, podcast, et cetera. And I'm sure you'll do some Instagram stuff for us there, Ralphie. Yes. And speaking about Instagram, your uh, local business that you have here, Fitness Quest, you were bragging about a couple of products. And for those of you that don't know Ralph, we're going to get him to bring in some pictures, some pictures that he has from days ago, years ago. Yes. All right. You have gotten in a phenomenal shape, uh, and uh, you have lost some weight. So um, you, that's why I think maybe you got into the fitness business from your end of it. Uh, but why don't you show us just a couple of these products that you were bragging about when I was in the store the other day. All right. And just all tell right. us a little bit about what they do for you, what they can do for you. So first product I want to talk about, Renew RX brand chain amino acids with CBD and laxogenin. So this is excellent for recovering after exercise. And it also has CBD, which is, which is? this is the non-psychoactive part of marijuana which helps with inflammation and a host of other ailments. But it's perfect for definitely the post-workout because, let's face it, you're getting a lot of inflammation while you're working out. So this helps with that. It also has laxogen, which is the non-hormonal anabolic. So this helps you, keeps you building. It's a three-in-one product. It's a great deal, I think. We sell it at Fitness Quest Nutrition in Oceanside and San Marcos. Um, and it's a big hit with our customers, definitely. And I take this. I love this stuff. Any other one there? The other one, this is L-Carnitine Igniter Fireball from Top Secret Nutrition. 
Now, what L-carnitine does is it helps to turn fat into energy. And what it also has in here has something called GBB. What it does is induces further sweating. So for those that like to get a good sweat on, this is a great product. This is great for cutting. This would be great for fighters. Fighters are always cutting. Do you have to work out after you're taking it or can you, you should you should the lawn? You could, you could. I mean, you don't want to take it before you go to a meeting because you're just going to be sweating, you know. <laughs> so, you might want to take it before cardio. Uh so whatever whatever is going to be anything like cardio, whether it's you're going for a long walk, mowing the lawn like you said, or just getting on a treadmill. Um this stuff is terrific right here, and people love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, giving us uh, some more of that info, and you highlight a couple of those uh, fabulous products for uh, those that want to get out and do uh, burn some fat. That's right. So uh, also, before we close here, what I want to do is I want to thank uh, Ralph, of course, is a uh, sponsor of the show, and I want to thank one of our sponsors, Sylvia Lopez-Jadnak, who's a realtor. And uh, we're going to have a picture up of her. She goes out and throws a few punches in our local boxing gyms from time to time. And we'll highlight some of those, too. Bring them on the air. So you want to find her, you can find her at alwaysinyourcorner.org. So that's where she uh, likes to hang out. So uh, that's pretty much it for this episode number two. want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode of uh, Boxing 101 Podcast and also Vodcast. So now, where else can you find us? So don't forget the Vodcast, the video part of it is uh, at uh, at Boxing. It's at uh, Boxing 101 Podcast, the video, and that's at YouTube. And then also Facebook, it's at Boxing 101 Podcast on Facebook. Instagram at... Boxing 101 Podcast. There you have it. And for other areas, some of these brand new, the podcast only, you can listen to it, Boxing 101 Podcast. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean. So that's it, Ralph. Uh, Another great show. That's it for episode number two. And wherever we can post it, we are going to do it. So for Ralph Gonzalez, I'm Trey J, and we will see you soon.